Welcome to Fit Story TV, the only platform that is focused on storytelling for fitness experts. Our mission with this podcast is to empower you to harness your vulnerability and lead with your story. If this is your first time listening, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out when we drop more fire. Yo, Fit Story fam, Matthew Burbridge is back in the motherfucking house. And before we get going today and introduce the guests that I have, I just want to speak to the notion of vulnerability for a second. Very timely because myself and my guest today have literally just been speaking about this. But also, this came up in conversation the other day. I had somebody reach out um, and ask for help because they'd heard me talk openly and share some of my story on Clubhouse. This was recent, like last week. And they actually said to me that it was my vulnerability that really attracted them to me. And it was how open I was with certain parts of my life that made them feel more comfortable with owning parts of their life, with owning their story. And ultimately is what has created like a, a desire within them to want to share it with the world after fucking years and years and years of holding it back. And honestly, for me, with this podcast and with what I do at Fit Story, it's incredible to hear that because, you know, why did I start this? What what did I start Fit Story out of? Like, what was the birthing of it? And for, I won't go into it now. I'm sure if you guys are new listeners, you could go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. But ultimately, I did this out of a passion for connecting people with people um, and using vulnerability is kind of the the vessel to do that because i know firsthand how fucking lonely that life feels when you think you're the only one experiencing what you're going through and i know exactly how that feels i i was there and it did not feel good i felt like i could not speak to anyone i felt like i was alone and i felt like I needed to be someone, I needed to pretend to be someone that I wasn't. And oftentimes I think that what we do is we we tell ourselves these stories and the story that we tell ourselves is one that usually perpetuates the suffering in silence. This is what happened to me for 18 years. I didn't share my story and I just suffered in silence. This is what happened with my former business partner, Perry Power. For 14 years, he suffered in silence. And that's because we didn't see vulnerability as a power. We actually saw it as something that made us weak. We saw it as something that made us weak. So in my case, for example, I felt that my story was just something I had to lock away and that I needed to stay quiet about. And I didn't think anyone would be able to relate to it. I didn't think that anyone could relate to it. And that isn't even to mention the amount of fucking shame that I had around it, the guilt, the fear, all of that shit was wrapped up in, 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 in my story. And it stopped me from becoming vulnerable and opening up. And it actually took me, like I said, 18 fucking years to finally embrace some of that vulnerability that I felt, grab the pen, harness what I was going through and what I'd been through, harness the emotions 
and write a new fucking story for myself and write a new story for my life, for my business. But all of that started with me leaning into something that I didn't feel good leaning into vulnerability. So look, I feel that now is a good time to speak into this topic. Like I said, very timely that myself and Jeff, when we got on this podcast at the beginning, it was a conversation that just came out. Then, like I said, last week, being approached by somebody that heard me speaking on, on TikTok, uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok, man, why, do you know why I got that in my mind? I'll tell you that, that one later on clubhouse, right? Because, um, on clubhouse, I, I actually went into some of my story about me being, me being held back from sharing my story because of my mum and my mum telling me that I couldn't share my story. And I, I became really vulnerable and I shared part of that story. And this person said, you know, fuck, if you hadn't have opened up and you hadn't become vulnerable, like I would probably never have got the courage to reach out because I would have still felt like I was alone. I would have still felt like my story is just mine to keep down and push down and lock it away. But the fact that I did that meant that someone else was able to come to me. And that first step is what I know is the most important one. It's that first step that you take that can lead to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. And before you know it, you've built up the courage to actually stand in your mess and say, this is fucking me. This is what I went through and accept it. And once you've accepted what has happened to you, you can actually move forward from it. But most of the time we never do. So look, my mission with this podcast, I'm not going to lie, is to blow it up. Not for business purposes, not because I want to be famous, but to reach more people and actually show the world that vulnerability is a glue that binds us together. And we need to fucking see it as that. We need to see it as a superpower and absolutely nothing less. And when we can, we can actually use that to our advantage. And yes, we can turn our biggest adversity into our biggest asset. And yes, that can be in business. And no, that doesn't have to be dirty. All right. And think about this now, right, for the listeners. Think about the impact that you could have in the world, in your life and in your business by really leaning into your vulnerability on a regular basis, sharing things with your audience, connecting with people and showing them that when you are uncomfortable, when they feel uncomfortable, that they're not alone, showing them that you're human, bridging the gap of connection, of emotional resonance. Obviously, I did just say I wouldn't suggest for a minute actually using this as a strategy because I've seen that happen. People try to use vulnerability as a strategy in their business, and that is a no-no from me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that lean into it where you know it feels both right and wrong right? When you know that you're ready to share and you know that it will make you uncomfortable, but you also know that it's going to help someone. And that's what it's about. That's what this is about. So back to my mission with this podcast. Yes, I want to blow this up. Yes, I want to reach more people. I want to show people that vulnerability is the glue that binds us. And that is my fucking purpose. And I do need your help with it. So before I do get into this guest and introduce this incredible human being that I'm going to be sharing some space with today, 
I don't use ads for this. I don't use any bullshit tactics to be growing this podcast. It's all grassroots. It's organic. So look, after you've listened to this episode, please head over to Apple, uh, leave a rating and a review. Those two things really do help this podcast move forward. Um, if you don't have Apple, it's all good. I would say, you know, maybe take a screenshot of this episode, tag myself, tag my guest. Um, literally anything like that goes a long way and I would appreciate it forever. And so would the people that this is going to go out and help. So I think that's what we have to remember sometimes. This isn't about me growing the business. Okay. I've got a coaching business for that. And I've got a brick and mortar business for that. This podcast is not about that. So with your help, maybe we can reach somebody today tomorrow next week who is struggling who feels like they are alone and maybe this podcast episode with jeff is one that goes out there into the ether and actually helps somebody so anyway with that said i have someone to introduce to you today jeff davies how are you doing my brother oh brother i'm doing so good um i am so grateful that i have the opportunity to speak freely and openly to you today uh, about my journey, about my story, <clears throat> about my fit story, and where I'm, where I started, where I was at, where I'm at now, and where I want to go. And uh, I, I want to thank you for bringing me on this today. Man, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, come and jam with me. And I think one of the things that intrigued me the most about wanting to learn more about you and, and wanting to connect more with you is um, we actually did meet a few weeks ago on Clubhouse. Now I've been telling people for time now, like the last few episodes, I've been like, you need to get over on Clubhouse. <laughs> like, yeah. These people need to jump on there yeah. because the good measure of whether or not a platform is good is, you know, the relationships you build from it. it that's how I view it anyway. A good measure for how good a platform is, is the relationships you build from it. So, you know, for me, um, there are certain platforms where I, you know, I double down and I really give my time and my intentions to because I create these phenomenal connections with people. And, you know, yourself, I think that once I'd gone through to your Instagram and we connected on Clubhouse, I went through to your Instagram and I saw that you were an online fit habit coach. Mm -hmm. And I said this before we went live. There's many reasons why I really enjoy that and why I really respect that and really love that. Because like we were saying before we went live, there is a whole host of reasons why people are sick right now. There is a whole host of reasons why people are not taking steps towards their goals, why they are out of shape, why they are unhappy, why they are unfulfilled, why they feel uh, uh, dissociated with their goals in life, uh, their desires. And it is not because they have a lack of resources or a lack of some access to something that's going to help them get there. It's their fucking habits and behaviors. It's the mindset. Habits are so crucially important. And, you know, I mean, if you want to speak into that for a moment, please do. But that is one of the main reasons. Like I saw this and I connected with you and I thought, this is someone who I know is changing the game for people. So, you know, one of the key reasons why I wanted to connect, man. No, that's a, that's a great way to put it. And you're exactly right, Matt, is that everyone these days, they keep making excuses on why they're not in shape, why they have no money in the bank account, why they don't have a good relationship with their spouse, or why they don't have a good relationship with their kids. Bottom line, they got shitty habits. 
If you eat shitty food, that's a shitty habit. You're going to have a shitty physique. Change the habit. If you consistently have no money in your bank account, you need, there's a habit that needs to be changed. If you and your spouse constantly get in fights, there's a fucking habit that you need to change. If you are making poor decisions on a regular basis, just for yourself, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a habit that needs to be changed, but you have to acknowledge, you have to acknowledge that. And you have to stop fucking lying to yourself day in and day out that you don't have bad habits because you really do. And that's, and, and that's what humans in 2021 cannot do. They cannot look at themselves in the fucking mirror and say, I'm a fucking liar. And I, and I have a fucking problem and I need to change. But that that's where that first, that's where the first habit, that's the, your first habit is you need to be honest. You need to be loyal to yourself. Mm. That, that's the, that's the first thing that you need to do. And there is some, there is such small shifts that you can make to have such a, such a, an amazing day and, and start with some small wins that you can set yourself, you can set yourself up for success. If you start doing this, the first thing though, is, is being honest and, and, and acknowledging that you have piss poor habits that you need to get rid of. Right. hundred mm, percent. I think that, you know, I mean, I look back at the times in my life where I hadn't achieved shit, right. Where I was unhappy and unfulfilled, you know, driving a van for a living. I was overweight, unhappy, um, you doing stuff that I just didn't even like was because I had bad habits like at the base level I was repeating a lot of what I was doing the previous day that got me to where I was and then expecting to change like expecting that you know doing like it doesn't matter what what new shit I would to look at or how much more information or content or books I was to read it was like at a base level I have some pretty fucking terrible habits I'm not training enough so I started to train more and then that became a habit over time and that really changed my physique and my mindset. And then, you know, uh, I love what you said about the habit around, you know, money. You have these micro habits around spending where you get money in and it's habitual for you to go spend it because, hey, you've got money in your bank. So why not spend it? Right. But that's yeah, a habit exactly. that needs to change. I, I fucking love everything about this, man. And bro, from me to you, I'm grateful um, to have you here because I think this is going to be a really deep conversation and uh, one that is going to offer a lot of insight and value to people. So look, um, talking into your Instagram and your clubhouse and stuff, man, you're showing up and you're showing parts of your life and your story. It was only like last week before you guys went away that I was watching your story, you know, and you were, you were being very honest about what was happening there. And then you were, you were, you were very real and that's stuff that people can truly relate to. And so I think that on this episode, the more that we kind of dive through it and we build um, structure on what your life has looked like, I think that people can really are going to really be able to model some of what you've done uh, if they want to be successful too in some areas. So what I really want to know first off, this is my absolute favorite question, man. There isn't a question I ask on this um, that is scripted, but the first one. And the reason I ask this question, and it's never the same question every time, but is 
the backstory. And I love this because we all know what that looks like. We've all had a backstory. We've all grown up. We all were a child at one point. Um, you know, we all went to school at one point, most of us. Um, so, you know, we all understand what that is and we can really heavily and deeply relate to that period of time in our lives. So for you, if we were to go back in time, we were to take some back steps um, and we went all the way back to when you could kind of first conceptualize yourself in the world and who you were like what did growing up look like where did you come from um a little bit about your parents your background if we start there i think that's going to be a great place for us to move yeah no absolutely so background growing up um very 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 unstable um i grew up in a small town of of park rapids minnesota and um you know, my, my father, my biological father actually, um, was not around and I had, I was raised with a, with a stepfather and, um, you know, lots of quite a bit of yelling that went back and forth between my parents and my stepfather and my mom. And that's kind of stuff that I remember, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was great times. I, you know, but but that's also when I went out on my own as a young child, that's when I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I wasn't taught how to work. I wasn't taught how to manage my money. I wasn't taught how to treat a, a woman. I wasn't taught how to take care of my body. I, I just went out and did it on my own. I did it obviously under the, the household that I lived in, but at, um, as I, I grew up, you know, my, I, I saw my parents and what they did and we lived in a trailer, you know, I, I, I was not great. I was not born with in money at all. I was born in a trailer. We, uh, tore that down, built a new house and, um, I, I continued to live my life. And, and then, you know, my stepfather and my mom ended up getting a divorce because of all the anger and the chaos that went on. And, um, my mom got into a new relationship and she's been in that relationship now for 20 some years. And all that same stuff has carried over into that relationship too. Mm. That's, that's exactly how I was raised. Mm. Um, nothing against my mom. You know, it's, I love my mom. Um, you know, I love all the people that have been in my life, but that's what I was grown up and raised around. And, you know, some of those habits were brought into my life. You know, I was, I was not a nice person uh, growing up. I, I was, I, I had a great heart, but as I got older and then I, I got into, I got into drugs and I got into alcohol, I just became an angry person mm. <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know what was different. You know what I mean? That's what I saw. So it's like what I became mm. and it, it was miserable. I mean, it was like, there was times that I regret I just regret some of the things that I, I did in my life because I'm just like, this isn't who I am. You know, I've been, I've been divorced twice. Like I've been divorced twice. And now I'm, now I'm getting, now I'm getting married to the love of my life, but I actually know what I want. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and I, I am now with someone and I love this person. And I, and the only reason why I'm with and love this person is because I now love who I am. And, and, and I didn't know how to love myself when it came to being in my past life, because I was never taught that, 
I was never taught that you need to love yourself. I was always like, we need to take care of all the people that are all around you. And, and that's, that's what I failed to do is I, I never loved myself. That's why I got out of control. That's why I, I did drugs. That's why I partied. That's why I was angry. That's why I was, a, you know, I was, I was physically, physically and mentally abusive. I was, and it's not something I'm, I'm proud of by any means, but I can tell you right now, part of, part of your story is part of you. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's changed me as a, as a human being. And it, it, now I feel like I can see 360 degrees because I know where I came from. I know what I've done. I know the consequences that I paid, but now I know what I want in my life. And, mm -hmm. and, and even, even now, I mean, <laughs> um, you know, there, there's, there's been some stuff that's happened in my, in my, with my family dynamic that has been very painful for me to see. Um, you know, it's caused me to pull away from my family a little bit because I don't want that interaction with them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and because that's not, that's not who I am anymore. You know what I mean? That's not, I don't, I don't want to, you know, who you hang out with is who you become. And I hung out with my family my whole life and that's who I became. And I was just, I was very, it was, it was horrible. So as I, as I grew up and as I became an entrepreneur, well, I, you know, I, I did entrepreneur things when I was super young. I was, I was going to people's houses to want to mow their lawn, paint their fence. And I never even knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I realized like, that's what I'm going to be. Um, where did that, where did, where did that work epic come from to do that? Do you think on reflection? I have no idea. It wasn't what my did, mom. What did your non-biological, what non-biological dad do? What line of work was uh, he in? I, he's in construction. And, right. I, and, I, and we've, we've spoke since then, like in 2013, I, I, I've spoke with him. I'll touch on that in a little bit, but but no one, no one was entrepreneurs in my family. Mm. Oh, besides my, besides my grandma, my grandma was a very hard worker. It might've came from her because she's mm. a very hard worker. And still to this day, she's 80 years old. She still owns a hair salon and she still cuts hair to this day. She's in the, Love she's in that. her salon. She's in her salon every day at like 6am. She's up at like 3.30 to 4am. I think it came from her. Mm. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's nice to reflect back on that because mm -hmm. oftentimes we, 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 we are aware that we do something. We're aware that we have certain habits. We're aware that we have certain drivers. Mm -hmm. We're aware that we have certain behaviors and patterns, but sometimes we never make the connection with who that came from. You know, I've so never I, been asked that question. Yeah. So that's never. something and that maybe you could lean into and discover more because you know ultimately what our lives are is what a self-exploration of who we are you know and mm -hmm. obviously of the universe we are part of the universe so mm -hmm. i mean I, I i don't do it enough to be honest i'm on the other side of this mic so for me mm -hmm. it's only when i get the opportunity to go on other people's podcasts and if said subject is brought up where i would think about that and you know I, i've helped clients do it all the time which is probably why I don't do it, right? Because we, we, we're always far better at teaching other people than actually implementing this stuff ourselves. But, you know, I mean, I, I've modules within the within my mentoring where, you know, that's something that we talk about. And, you know, where, where in your story did you have, you know, a time of hardship and what on reflection do you think pulled you through? And there's questions like that that really help people define it. So, 
I really love that we're doing this like on the podcast now, you know, and, and you're getting that opportunity to kind of lean into your, your own sort of discovery of self in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're exactly right, Matt. I mean, that's, that's, I, I believe where I got my entrepreneurship from is, is from her. And uh, I'm super grateful for her. And she's my, she, I'll, I'll go to her before I'll go to my mom on anything because she's, she's structure. She's structure. You know what I mean? Mm. And if my mom listens to this, she might be upset, but whatever. It's, it's the truth. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. So back to, back to my, my uh, upbringing. So that's, that's exactly how I was raised and that's exactly what I was brought into. So I was, I was brought, I was raised in chaos and, and that's, that's all I knew. And as I developed and, and as I got older, um, you know, I really didn't know what structure was. I just kind of went off the tip of my toes and everything like, Oh shoot, I got to do this or shoot. I got to do this. Oh, this. So that's where my procrastination came in. I was, I constantly procrastinated getting stuff done. And it was just like constant, constant, constant. And like, there was a time in my life that I was just like, I cannot be this person. I like, this is too chaotic for me. I need structure. And it was a trip that I had taken in 2013. And I I took a trip to Hawaii, Kona, Hawaii. And um, it was a great trip. It was a wonderful experience, but I ate and drank all the time. And down there, um, when, when I went, you know, I, I was just eating and drinking and having the, and the best time. But when I came back, I looked at myself in the mirror and, and some people were like, oh, you, so you just looked at yourself in the mirror and that was it? No, I, I truly looked at myself in the mirror and I was sick of seeing a skinny fat ass I was. And I just couldn't handle with what I saw anymore. My, I was not in love with my body. I was not in love with my mindset. I was not in love with the habits that I was, that I was doing. And I, I said, I need a change. I, I like, I need a change and this has got to stop. Those and, moments, man. I mean, we can speak into that for a minute because I think it isn't always that people, people, people often go their whole life. They never really have that moment. They want it maybe in the back of their mind, they'd like to change, but they don't really ever have that fucking face to face with themselves. I mean, I've had it many times, brother. Fuck man. Uh, 2019 is probably the most recent. In fact, 2020, I'll I'll be really honest and, and, and open and vulnerable about that. Won't go into it now. That story is still marinating. I still have to figure out what I've really took from last year. But, um, I've had that where I've had to really look at myself and say, man, what are you doing? The actions you're taking right now are completely out of alignment with who you want to be. And that to me, that internal conflict is damaging. And, you know, I guess because I've been through that cycle a couple of times, probably similar to yourself, where you've made small shifts or transformations within your character and who you are, it's a bit more normal for you to do it now. 
you know, because we're on this journey of personal development. So we're doing it constantly anyway, you know, had a great month of business, but you know what, next month I need to shift. I need to become a different person in order to get that next result. So it's almost like it's ingrained in us as a habit now, if you could say, right. But most people, and I want to speak into this, most people never go through that process, really. They're afraid of it because when you realize within yourself that you fucking are not happy and you are unfulfilled and that you need to change, or you need to change something. It's not always that you need to change. Sometimes it's something you need to change. You know there's fucking radical change coming. You have to do things that you have not been doing. <laughs> you have to start taking actions that, to be honest, are uncomfortable and Very not normal. So <laughs> let's lean into that for a second and really unpack that moment like take us back to that moment you're looking at yourself in the mirror what goes through your mind and on reflection looking back to that why did so, you do it because you you could have just said you could have just said to yourself that day like oh man i need to change and then gone back you could have mm -hmm. gone back but you didn't so mm -hmm. let's lean into that let's unpack that yeah i mean i i mean just just i couldn't even I would literally analyze myself sitting on the toilet, taking a shower, drying myself off, going to the beach. Like I literally had this thing in my head that I was being judged. And I'm like, but then the only person that I realized that was really judging me was myself. And I'm like, well, what can I do to control this? Well, I, the, what I need to do is I need to, I need first, I need, there's, I, I'm not comfortable with my body. So I need to get comfortable with my body. That's what I need to do. I need to go to the gym consistently. I need to, I need to just start eating better, not get on a, a so-called fucking diet, but I need, just need, I need to be eating better. I need to be making healthier decisions instead of all this processed garbage that I've been eating and, and not tracking or, or not following something, I need to, I need to follow, I need to get on a plan. I need something structured that's going to help me. And, and, you know, I, I never thought that ever in my life that I would go into competing or, or have such an abrupt change ever. I just, I, but, but I, I don't know, honestly, Matt, it's really hard to tell you like why I felt the way I did. Like that was just like a sudden, it was just like this huge shift that I had that I just wasn't happy. And I'm like, I, I need to be happy with my life. And if I'm not happy, what, how, what, what is everything else going to look like if I'm not happy with myself? And that's, that's kind of some things that happened. I mean, my, my, I mean, well, as I, as I did what I did, I mean, you know, I selfishly put myself first before anything, you know, not knowing that, you know, how to take care of a relationship, you know, so I've been, had the failures of, of doing that. I'm, I'm extremely grateful. I went through the failures because it, it made me into the man I am today. And now, you know, my current fiance loves every single thing that I do for her on a daily basis, but I, I chose myself first. And, and the, and the other partner that I was with was upset that I chose myself first because I chose to take 
the actions that I was doing and shut them off and, and start some new actions or some new habits in order to, to change my whole perspective of life. And it literally changed my, my world around, changed my life. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade that time. All the failures that I've been through from, from that decision, I'm so grateful for, because yeah. if, if I went, if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't not be sitting here talking to you right now. Mm. I wouldn't be. I, I relate to you, mate. Uh, I, I didn't realize we had so many things like even so far, just a short time into the podcast. I didn't realize how many things that we could uh, relate to, but you know, fatherless mm. myself, abandonment issues when I was young, that type of thing. Oh man. Um, you know, um, and then speaking into what you were talking about there, you know, one of the, I'm still with my partner now and she's been, you know, with me since, I mean, we've been together, like coming up nine years, I think. Um, wow, but in that time, amazing. you know, we've split in that time. We split because I chose myself and, well, that's how she saw it. She saw it that I chose myself and that she was mm -hmm. second to that. But ultimately I did that because I knew that if I put myself first, she'd come first. I can give more to her once I give more to myself. So what happened uh, and maybe you can kind of soundboard off the back of this is I was in a similar place I was so unhappy with who I was and what I was given to the to the universe and how you know just how my habits were and my behaviors and my just me in general I just was unhappy I was overweight I was driving a van for a living certain times I actually had suicidal thoughts where I thought hey you know what I fucking never Same. going to be successful I might just drive this van into a wall because meh you know it is what it is. I, I literally went through phases of that where I just felt so down and depressed. And at the same time, you know, blue collar parents on my missus's side were always like, you know, you've got to get a job and, you know, just work hard and blah, 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 blah. And I just did that with a smile on my face. But inside I was hurting because I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to build my own business. I wanted to build my own stability and my own ecosystem, my own future. And so, you know, every day I'd get in that van and I'd drive around doing multi-drops in London and places like that, having to drive past these fucking, you know, uh, car, supercar um, garages and see all these beautiful cars and these people coming in and out of these high-end premium shops and, you know, thinking to myself, ah, oh, fucking, you know, one day I'd love to have that. And then looking at myself and seeing my gut hanging over the seatbelt and thinking, I'm never going to have that because look at me, I'm a fucking failure. And I've got to go home later and, and I've got to work 10, 12, 15 hour shifts every day, then come home later and still be broke. I got, you know, and that's just what it was for me. And it was horrible. And it wasn't until I was introduced to through, I think the laws of the universe, Mark Raymond Manklo, and I've shouted his name out probably on 30 of these 50 old plus episodes, right? It was a guiding star for me, guiding light. And he helped me radically take responsibility for my life. And uh, I did my bodybuilding show. And in those seven weeks, I, I put myself first every day, every second of every day. Now, that wasn't out of a place of selfishness. And everyone was telling me I was selfish at the time. You're selfish. You need to rein it in. You need to fucking stop that. Stop eating all that food and just start, you know, have a, have a nice meal with your partner. It's making her upset, blah, 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 blah. Just to get it in the ear every single day from someone. And my mentor once said to me, as I would always soundboard off of him when I had a bad day, I'd be able to call him up. And he said to me, Matt, you need to understand there's a difference between being selfish and having a high level of self-interest. And you, at this stage of your life, you, it is absolutely, absolutely necessary for you to have a high level of response uh, of self-interest because 
what you're doing isn't working. You're trying to please other people. You've got the job just to make them quiet and you're gonna, you're, but you're fucking burning out and you're unhappy, you're depressed and you're fat and you're overweight and you're unhealthy. And the only way that's gonna change is if you put yourself first. And I did, and I did that with no guilt and no shame because I, for once in my life, I stood in that and I said, well, I know that I'm doing this for the right reasons. I'm not malicious about this. You know, I'm not doing it for malicious reasons. I'm doing this because I wanna be a better person. Like, and anyone that has a problem with that. Pfft. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck that. that and that's, that's, that, that is, and that's what people don't do is that, well, I'm sorry, that's what people do, not don't do. They, they think about what other people are going to think of them if they get in better shape, if they, do a relationship class to make their uh, relationship better or invest money to be better. That's like literally the model that we live in. It's like, if you spend that kind of money, like, so I, 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 my last mentorship was $10,000. People are like, are you fucking crazy? I'm like, that was the best $10,000 I've ever spent in my life. Like that. I, that $10,000, I, I built so many relationships from, I, I, I literally, I felt closer with some of those people than I did some of my family members. Like that was an, an amazing thing. And, and that's, that's what people need to open their eyes up to these days is that doing that and putting yourself first, investing in yourself is such an important thing. My goal this year is to invest 50 plus thousand dollars into myself. That's my goal this year. Next year is a hundred. And because I know that investing that money, I'm going to be a better person, not just for myself, but for my kid, for my fiance, for my clients, for my friends, for my family. I'm, I'm going to be up here instead of being the, the pile of shit that I was down here. And then having to take care of all this when I was putting, it just, it just doesn't work. And I, I just, and, that, and that's one thing I'm going to tell people that are listening to this right now, like, just start with something small, just invest into yourself. You're not spending money. You need to take that, that idea of spending money and you need to look at it as you're doing this as an investment and you're taking care of yourself. If it's hiring a coach for anything and, and just, just look at it in a, in a different light because investing in yourself is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a perspective shift people really need. And, you know, that's hopefully one of the of the other things. I know I mentioned vulnerability at the beginning of this podcast being like the key drive for, for why I'll do it. But the other thing is perspective, you know. Sometimes it could be that someone's stuck just needs to hear that and be like, fuck me, I'm stuck right now because I'm doing everything to please other people. I'm unhappy. My business isn't working. And I'm blaming this on this and blah, 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 blah. But really, I just need to fucking step into my greatness and be who the fuck I want to be. And that's it. And that's the first, that's the first that, thing you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing you need to do. Exactly. Yeah. The first thing you need to do is step. Mm. That's what you need to do. Mm. I think, bro, there's so much we could even talk about on this because, you know, I think there's another, if we look at it from another perspective is that people don't do it because they're afraid of outgrowing people. So, you know, if you've got family members, friends, et cetera, and I've been there and you start to invest in yourself quickly, you see 
this gap appear, right? You probably know oh, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Where you're like, that's who I was, who they wanted me to be, because that's what they, that's who they knew. And that's who they grew with. And now I'm going here in a different direction. There's a fork in the road and I'm going that way. And the gap is getting bigger. And that is something I think as well that stops people from investing in themselves is because they don't want to be the reason why those relationships potentially come to an end through because that would fulfill the prophecy of I'm selfish. So it goes full circle. It really does. And it all it all goes back just like you said matt to perspective it all goes back to actually you have to this is a habit that i that i that i would tell people to do is you should write write this down and tell yourself it's okay to put me first i am thankful for the things that i've been through and i need to do this for myself. If you tell yourself that over and over again, you're going to start to divorce all those beliefs that have been in your life of that you can't, that, oh, this is selfish. I can't do this for me because I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. You'll eventually start to not even think like that anymore. Because if you tell yourself every day that it's okay to put myself first and it's okay to work on me before I do, before I do anything else, because if you are not in a place of comfort, care, self-love, happiness, if you're not there, there's no way that all the other people in your life, there's no way that you can show up for them hundred mm. percent. If you're not, if you're not in, in a good state in all those other areas, yeah. you're going to, you're, you're going to show up exactly how you've been showing up at, 60%, 50%. And that's what you're going to consistently give. Mm. How can you give 100% to other people if you can't give 100% to yourself? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's that, like the that doesn't make any sense at all. It's the overflow of human capital, capital, you know, like you give to yourself first, and you raise all these areas of your human capital, and then mm -hmm. you're able to give that back out, you're able to distribute that to other people. Mm -hmm. But until you give right. it to yourself, which is the fucking absolute opposite definition of selfish. <laughs> right that's yeah, literally it, it the is. complete opposite yes you're 100 percent right fuck I, I i i and the more we keep talking on this and the more that we just keep putting out the word of putting yourself first is not a selfish thing people will get it slowly but surely and it all starts with one person if this podcast can change one person's perspective and and turn their life around so that they can start putting themselves first. I'm happy with that. And that's, that, that's, that's why I make the posts that I do. I don't give a shit about followers. I don't give a shit about likes, comments, whatever. My goal is to help one person. If I can help one person with my post, boom, I'm happy with that. I'm so happy with that. And that's, that's what I would want other people to know is that just start putting yourself first, but don't hate on putting yourself first. Yeah. I like also what you said about uh, the judgment thing. Um, and I just kind of to tie this off, 
because uh, I wrote this down it, it, when you said it, it came to me. I thought I've got to write that down because um, this sounds like a headline to me. But <laughs> the only person judging you is you because everyone else is too busy judging themselves. So when you really think about that, we oftentimes think, oh, people are going to judge me. But they're also thinking, ah, oh, fuck, people are going to judge me. So therefore, <laughs> if everyone's judging themselves, if everyone thinks that, then no one's actually judging you, right? They're all just judging themselves. <laughs> that, 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 I'm going to make a post out of that, Matt. I'm seriously. Oh, please do. <laughs> Did you, I mean, do you, do you remember when I was just talking about when I was walking around and I was so worried about people judging me, but then I'm just like, man, the only person that's really judging me is myself. Brother, that needs to go out. Like as soon as this podcast is done, like I yes. need to be reading yeah. that. And, Judging and again, myself. for people listening, you know, like what we've just, and this is just like flipping it toward the business, uh, strategic business advice here real quick from story to strategic business advice. What mm. we've just done from having an organic conversation about Jeff and where he come from and where he's at now is you know, if, if, if you were to listen back to this, if, you know, which I'm sure Jeff will once the podcast is out, there'll be nuggets of content he'll be able to whip from this podcast that would last another four to six weeks. Um, so, you know, sometimes if you're listening to this now, what can you relate to from what we're speaking about that you can speak into from your own perspective, from your viewpoint, you know? Strategic business advice. We don't just do stories. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, no, bro, I really feel like um, I want to kind of backtrack slightly to the transformation point mm -hmm. of your story, because that is something that, I mean, anybody that's listened to this, fitness professional, fitness business coach, uh, wellness coaches, um, nutritionists, that's kind of the people that, that, are, that, that listen to this, athletes, et cetera. So they all know what it means to go through transformation. And that's why that part is so relatable, right? But what point did it come for you between going through that process for yourself, getting into shape, changing your habits, and then actually thinking about helping other people do the same thing? What did that look like? Like, how did that, how did that unfold for you? Yeah, of course. Thank you for asking. Um... So as I, as that shift happened in 2013, um, that shift was, it, it was an extreme shift. I don't recommend anyone to make the shift that I did, but it was an extreme shift is that I decided to be a competitor uh, in the men's physique division and go all the way. I'm like, well, if I'm going to get in shape and fit, that's what I'm going to do. So I hired a coach and a mentor and he helped me um, get into my first show. I, I, I started to do, I started to do it myself. And then I real and then I got into this competition from a, um, uh, a submission that I did, uh, entered a photo and I was able to get into it. It was actually in Las Vegas. It was one of the biggest shows in the, and ever it was the, um, it was at the Mr. Olympia contest, but it was a, it was a model search for a, a um, uh, it was a muscle and fitness male model search for uh, to land a cover of a magazine. So that's what I was doing. I was just like, well, I'm just going to go all in. So I did it and it was, it was an amazing experience in a nerve wracking experience. <clears throat> so as I did that show, fast forward to now, you know, I've stepped on 14 stages. 
um, half more than half of them being in national stages throughout the United States. You know, a um, couple of them, you know, almost missing my pro card by just a few few spots. And I've been able to compete against some of the best people in the world that are now pros that are not, have landed many magazine covers. You know, I've been able to compete with some elite athletes. Um, and it's been one of the most amazing experiences that I've been through. Um, Let me ask you now. Yeah. Cause that's such a radical change. Um, mm -hmm. It requires you to not just do things physically. Mm -hmm. It requires you to shift your identity. It, like mm -hmm. entirely to become someone completely different. Mm -hmm. What would you say looking back at the version of you that was, you know, pre fitness, sorry, if you were to say to look back and you were to go to that version of yourself, that's stepping on stage, mm -hmm. what did you have to let go of in order to become that person? What did you have to mm. let go of? What was so present to keep you where you were and what did you need to, of self-doubt and self-doubt of telling myself that I can't do that or I can't get on that stage or I can't look a certain way. There's no way that I could ever compete with those guys. I've competed with guys that have looked way better than I did and I've done better than them in a, in a, in a, on a line of 30 guys. But the one thing that I didn't do was being on some of the best stages in the world. I didn't look at those other guys and start judging myself. You know, I used to judge myself all the time. That's sh that's that shit ain't happening anymore. Mm. <clears throat> I, 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 that self doubt led me into a disastrous path of being, being better and changing earlier. Would I, would I change anything about where I've came from or what I've done? Absolutely not. Because I wouldn't be telling the story right now and, and possibly helping out one other person right now is because I'm glad I went through all the shifts that I went through. I'm glad I went through all the failures, but self-doubt will literally could kill a person. You know, mm. it could, it, it can run them into the ground so far, but that's the self-doubt and how I fixed it was just changing some small habits. You know, I started telling myself I could do that. I started working out like I was on top. I started sweating like I was a pro already. I started telling myself I was a pro. I started telling myself that I have the best body ever, the best physique, or I started telling myself that I'm top five. And the, that is that is where that that is that's where the big shift came in is is that I just started saying to myself like I'm a winner mm. and I'm gonna be a winner my whole life. And you must have go, believed it at some level. Because I did, you did. I did. I did. There were times, Matt, that I was on the stair mill, and I was literally in tears because I was. I told myself I was a winner, and I pictured myself on stage winning, and I was in tears. And that, and, and that, that happened to me, you know, I, that just happened in, in 2018 at the local show here. It's a, one of the biggest shows in the in Midwest here, but I told myself over and over again, I said, I'm going to win the show. I'm going to win the whole damn thing. And I told myself that over and over again. And I, when I was on the stair mill, I, I cried because I, I was so overwhelmed with joy of winning. And 
That's exactly what happened. I won mm-hmm. the whole thing wow. before I left. Before I left my apartment that day, I remember I said, "I'm gonna fucking win. I'm gonna fucking win." Mm-hmm. And I remember when they called called my name out, and Bob Chicarello, he's the voice of bodybuilding, but they uh, there, there was there was this there was this uh, African male that stood next to me, and his body was amazing. He had a, a, a fantastic physique, and I said. I looked at him and I'm I, some self start doubt started to get in. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I've been doing this for way longer. I, I'm going to win this, not him. I'm going to win this. And I don't mean to sound arrogant or anything like that, but I'm just telling you guys what self doubt will do and, and what, what telling yourself that you can do is, is, is the, it, that's the, that's the change that needs to happen in your life is that if you're telling yourself you can't do something, you fucking mm. will not do it. If you're yeah. telling yourself you cannot be in a place, you will not be in that place. But if you start telling yourself that you can get to where you want to be and you want, you know, you want a better body or you want a better relationship or you want more money in your bank account. If you start telling yourself that over and over and over again, and don't fucking stop. And when it doesn't happen, you just keep telling yourself that it can happen you will fucking get there. I promise you that. And you know what, if, if, if it, if you keep telling yourself that over and over again, and you don't get there, uh, then, then there's, there's a, there's something that's going on in your life that you're mindfully telling yourself why you can't be where you want to be. Then you need to, you need to take care of that. But with words and powerful affirmations, you can literally do whatever the hell you want. It might take you a little bit longer, I fucking agree. And there's some people that was that will call it woo or whatever, but th- that's in their experience. Maybe they haven't practiced it enough. Maybe they haven't, maybe they haven't had a change like we have, but you know, I, I, I agree with that. And it, to me, I think it's the separator between it's the separator of success. Um, and when I look around at all these great people that have achieved phenomenal things, like you think any of them had a self-doubt, of course they all had it. But do you yeah. think they combated it every day? Do you think that when it crept in, they said, no, 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 fuck that. No way. I can do this because to me, it is the separator of success. And I mean, for anybody listening right now, let's just say you want to grow your business. You want to hit 10K per month. You want to get your first five clients, wherever level you're at. Like, do you have self-doubt? Now, be brutally fucking honest with yourself in this moment now. Do you doubt yourself? Don't worry if it's coming up and the first thing to your mind is, yeah, yeah, fuck me, I do. Or you're getting jitters and you're thinking, yeah, I, I actually kind of do. I want to not, but I do. Then good. Let this moment on this podcast serve as being the awareness that you need to change that. So from this point forward, what are you going to let go of that Jeff let go of? Is it self-doubt? Is it something else? What are you going to let go of? Because for most of us, it is the self-doubt at the base level. We just need to let go of that. And once we've done that, we can start doing all the things that we want to do. It doesn't always happen, like he said, overnight. But for the most part, if you stay connected to your vision and you keep telling yourself you can do it and you keep putting in the work, it will come. It will come. At some point, it will come. So what do you need to let go of right now? Let go of it. Decide now in this moment today, right? This fucking second that you're going to do that. And then tomorrow when you wake up, you get some self-doubt, flag yourself. Hey, I'm feeling that, but what can I do to move through it? So Jeff, thinking about 
what advice you could give to someone right now that is feeling that that is definitely waking up every day maybe they're already a few steps ahead of what we've been talking about and they are like battling with that self-doubt still what, what advice could you give based off your story to help them really shift gears and you know move through that um you know the second that self-doubt enters my mind the one thing that i do is well i hate that feeling so what i'll do go do is i will go do something positive i'll go uh, you know I'll, I'll go start doing something that's going to make me feel better if it's um, moving my body, um, I'll, I'll go uh, do some quick meditation for three and a half minutes um, and, and reflecting on that feeling and, and, and just sitting in that feeling, like knowing that this isn't serving me. That, this self-doubt right now is not serving me and it will not serve my, my, my life or my purpose. And, and I need to definitely reflect on it because whenever I reflect on something that I've done wrong or something that, I, that didn't feel right, I know that when that feeling comes up again or say that position or that scenario comes up again, I know I don't wanna get back in that scenario or that situation, I don't. Because that, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good. And who wants to do things in their life that, feel, that doesn't feel good? Like, you know, if, if you're, um, it, you know, you go out to the club one, one weekend and you have uh, a ton of drinks and shots and the next three, four days, you feel like complete garbage. Well, I mean, a, a person that wants to change the next time they go out, they won't have shots. They'll, they'll be like, I know, I don't want to feel like that ever again. You know, I felt like crap for three or four days after that. I don't want to do that again. I'm going to have a few drinks and then I'm done. Um, so I will meditate for three and a half minutes. I will breathe, I will ground myself, and I will think about what came into my head, why it's there, and then I'm going to start doing something positive towards it. And, um, you know, I, I always tell people, is it's funny that you said before we started this, is to ground yourself. Um, that's, that's something that a lot of people forget to do, is they forget to ground themselves. And instead of taking control of their life, they let life can take control of them. And mm. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that anymore. I want to be the one that's taking control of my life on where it's going. And I, I want people to start doing that. I want you to start taking control and, and thinking about where you want to go and telling yourself where you want to go. So sit down, meditate. Uh, or, or you don't have to meditate, but just breathe and just feel the thoughts that are coming in your head. And then I want you to also think about where you want to go and, and how you want it to be. And when you start thinking where you want to go and how, and, and, and how you want it to be and how you want to do it, that's what you're going to start doing. You mm -hmm. will start doing it because you're not, you're not going to want to sit in that place of self-doubt. There's got to be a point where you completely cut that off. And don't get me wrong. When you start doing these things, the good things, self-doubt is going to come in. It's going to, the universe is going to give it to you because it's going to test you and it's going to, it's going to do it over and over again. But until you can create a mindset that is bulletproof until you can create um, a, a vision and a dream that is so powerful that self-doubt won't even kill it anymore. That's when you know that you're winning. That's when you know that you have life under control and you can do whatever the hell you want. It'll take a while. 
but man, is it the best feeling in the world? Mm, bro, I feel that man every word because mm -hmm. you know, I fucking, like I said, I've suffered with it. And, you know, there are days when I have to catch myself and I do the same thing as you, you know, I ground myself every, every um, day. I, I have it come mm. in too. I, I had it. I had it come in this morning. I had it come in yesterday. Yeah. So many things. And I'm like, Nope. Mm -mm, Sometimes not it's happening. You mentioned, you know, before, before we went live on, on this podcast, that like I said about grounding myself. Right. And I do that before every episode. And the reason I do that is it's now a habit because this is so fucking random, but, um, I've had times before where before I go with a guest on a podcast where I've had self-doubt creeping and it's been like, this is going to be a shit episode, Matt. You're going to do terrible. You're not a great host. No one's even listening to your podcast anyway, but that's a lie straight away. You can, I know these things. Yes. And it's, I know it's all just bullshit, but it's kind of creeps in. So for me, one of my mechanisms to push that away and to, you know, align myself to what I want, which is a great fucking connection with my guest an amazing story to be shared, a lesson for the people listening. And that's what I really want. So that self-doubt doesn't serve me. And that's why literally on every single episode, you could ask any of the guests that have been on this show. I've done the same thing. Hey, yo, I'm going to just ground myself for 30, 40, 50 seconds or so. You can join me if you want, because what I'm doing is in that moment where I'm breathing and I'm, and I'm feeling into what I want, I'm removing any form of negative thought that's trying to creep in any doubt, you know? And I guess it's because I have looked around and I mean, this happened like literally last, last week. So I went through someone else in the fitness business space. He's killing it. And I love the guy to bits. He's been on the show, but he honestly seeing his download numbers for his podcast actually made me feel like I should doubt myself a bit. I started to get a bit uncomfortable because I was like, well, I'm not there yet. Like God, like, you know, you probably never will be Matt. And then that little voice goes around in the head so for me, it's so important and so key because I need to practice what I preach. And I tell my clients all this shit, you know, I'm like, hey, you've got that little fucking shadow archetype following you around, right? Uh, yep. All the doubt wrapped up in your story. Can you really do it? And that little story that revolves around your head. So I'm constantly affirming to my clients that they can do it. Therefore, I must practice what I preach. I must do what it is that I'm asking others to do. I must call on myself to do that fucking work. And that's one of the reasons why I do do the grounding at the beginning of the podcast, because look, I get it. And I do every other day, every sometimes twice, multiple times a day, we have those thoughts, but it really is, a, it really is something that you need to be aware of. I mean, most people probably hold on to it and they don't even recognize they've got self-doubt. So therefore it becomes a normal language for them to just doubt themselves um, but again, that's like a whole nother episode. We could probably speak oh. into this for a long, long time, oh right? <laughs> oh yeah, we we certainly could. And that's I, I'm really glad that you that you and I both do that. But that's one of the first things I do to start off my day is meditate. Um, is just I, I I feel I allow myself to let negative thoughts come in, but then I I also allow myself to control those negative thoughts so that when I'm doing whatever that when a negative thought comes in, I can just, the, the first thing I do is I, 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 I think about my body in this chair. I'm like, so, so I completely take my mind off of what the, what the fuck is coming in right now. I will write it down of what comes in and, and maybe reflect on it later. But if you can get into a point and control your mind 
And some people are like, how can you control your mind? Well, you got to start by practicing how to control it first. And, and what I mean by controlling it is when you shut your eyes and you start breathing and, and you have thoughts come into your head, but then you all of, all of a sudden shift your mind into feeling your breaths and feeling your, your eyes shut and feeling mm. your hands being able to touch your chair and your, and your, you know, and your butt to be able to feel sitting on the, on the chair and your feet touching the ground. Like you can feel that you're an actual person. When you can do that and start to learn how to do that, you'll, you'll really start to shift what's coming into your brain on a daily basis. But some people think meditation is silly and whoever, and whoever thinks meditation is silly. Well, I think you're silly because it helps. And, <laughs> and, so it, and if you, yeah. And if you ask any, any, any successful or, or somewhat successful person, that one of the things that they do on a daily basis to keep them where they're at in this current state is that they meditate mm. and that is exactly why yeah and you know it's no coincidence right they do it because it fucking works so does bro work. i mean let's um let's one two skip a few from this point of your yep. story where you've competed uh you've done the shows you you, you know you've removed somewhat of a negative mindset um, when did you decide that you was going to go all in with coaching people? Like, when did that moment come in your, in your life where you were like, this is fucking what I need to be doing. I need to help these fucking people. This is the moment I'm going all in. How did that look? So 2000 and or it was about five years ago. So it would have been, uh, 2021, 2016, um, 2016 is when I was with my coach and, uh, I, I wanted to start helping people. So he took me underneath his wing and, and we started helping people together with his guidance. And, you know, I was just under the impression of sending someone a diet, a diet, I like to say back then, um, and then sending them some workouts and then checking in weekly. And that was it. I was helping people lose weight on they go. I did that for on a very, very small level for, four years, the start of 2020, I wanted to take it to a new level. And I did the same thing, but on a different scale, checking in more often, really advancing the, the, the lifestyle eating that they work, you know, depending on if they were doing a show or if they were just doing it for lifestyle. But about, let's see, it was probably six months into 2020. I had this realization that nobody can get their ideal body if their mindset is shit. And I realized that there were things that I were doing like meditating and, and breathing and, and just taking time for myself that I realized that why, why, why aren't my clients doing this? Like th these are the things that some of my clients need on a daily basis, because I realized that if your mind is not in a good place, there's no way. And if you, if you're not in that shifting phase of not wanting, not executing on something, you might want it really, really bad, but you're not executing on, on, on actually going forward and doing it. There's no way that you can have your ideal body without an ideal mindset. So I really started to incorporate habits 
small habits every single day that my students were to do. And my testimonials really started to change. And not only on the physical side, but when they were finished with my program, you know, I've had a lot of uh, clients that have stayed with me, but some of the ones that have exited, um, they've exited in such a positive way. And one of the biggest things that they got out of my program was that their mindset has completely changed about food, about balance, about workouts. And, and if they do miss a workout, that it's okay, that they don't have to beat themselves up over it. And that that was one of the biggest blessings of my life because I'm like, man, I completely turned these people's mindsets around and I've shifted their mind into that they do need to eat healthy, that they do need to sweat, that they do need to move. And if they don't, they're going to be back in the same mindset that they were before, but to do it in a very healthy way. And so six months ago, my whole business just changed and flipped for the, for the better. And so like I was saying, Matt, is that now, you know, it's one of the first things I have my students do in my program is start gratitude, is just start being grateful for what they have. Um, you know, cold showers, affirmations, and this is on top of eating healthy and on top of working out. These are things that we must do as humans to have a successful relationship, to have a successful career, to have a successful um, friendship, whatever. They can't just be healthy and be in shape and have a great life. Yeah. You just can't, you, you, you just really can't. Um, so ever since I've started to incorporate these habits, I, I'm like, man, this is, this is life-changing. Literally my, my whole business just completely shifted from the personal training side to coaching people on how just to be better humans, but incorporating uh, a, a lifestyle eating plan and a, and a strength and conditioning plan. Yeah, fucking love that because you you know that I talk a lot about identity shifts and I say you're not selling you know fitness trainers, you're not selling fitness programs, and people mm -hmm. are like, what? Yeah, I am. I'm selling online coaching, like I'm selling meal plans and you know how to get mm -hmm. in shape. No, you're not. You're selling an identity shift. That's what people really, truly crave is they, they crave to shift their identity so that they never have to look at another plan again because they know they've got all their shit locked in and they know where they, who, they, who the fuck they are and what they want in life. And I think it was on probably the first clubhouse. It was actually, I think you were in the very first clubhouse room that I ever spoke in. And I literally unmuted my mic at one point. You may remember me saying, so uh, I, I, I literally said this, I was like, yo, guys, you're not personal trainers, you're mindset coaches. And then I went quiet. Exactly. Remember that? Yeah. 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 And I can't remember, did I touch on that? Because that's exactly, that's you exactly did. what I told myself. I'm like, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm like, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm a mindset and health coach is what I am. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and, and as I, got well and well i already knew i was a fit habit coach because i'm like well i teach habits that along with being fit so I'm, I'm i'm a fit habit coach you know what i mean and yeah that that's right i mean we're not personal trainers any anymore we were but now we're not i mean you're you're exactly right matt we're literally shifting someone's identity to become someone better but that's that's what they're wanting you know what i mean yeah. and it's yeah and it's 
it's all about the right questions that, that I ask coming into a call is that, you know, okay, you're overweight. Okay. You're not in shape. Great. What's the real fucking problem? Yeah. Why, why do you consistently eat garbage and why do you consistently not work out? Yeah. And it's, it's because be- of their, it's their, their identity. They're, they're, what they're doing is they're, they, they see themselves as a certain person and they do certain things every day. And that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this identity that they've assumed, be it subconsciously for the most part, uh, is who they are. And that's why when you try and give a meal plan or fitness program to someone who sees themselves as a worthless piece of shit that can't stay consistent for one more, more than one day, why they ain't going to fucking eat the meal for more than one day? Why they're going to continue to relapse? Because they, they need a shift in who they are. They need to shift their entire identity, not just be given more stuff. I mean, shit, if it was down to just being given more stuff, surely in 2020, 2021, we're in the most technologically advanced stage of human fucking, you know, just technology in general right we have the most yes. amount of abundance of information available at our fingertips mm-hmm. if someone really wants a meal plan i'm pretty sure they could probably just go on to fucking google and find 10.9 million <laughs> exactly <laughs> so that's not what they need they need an identity shift but for me who did i needed someone to guide me there was no way that that fat overweight unsuccessful unfulfilled fucking idiot of a van driver could have ever have done it if someone didn't lead me and that's the fucking power in having a coach that's why people want to really pay you because they need someone to guide them into stepping into the assumed identity that they want becoming Mm -hmm. someone different because when Mm -hmm. you become someone different you fulfill a different self-fulfilling prophecy one that is successful one that is good habits one that is you know good body good relationships, good health. That's what people really truly want. They do. And, but, but they, they don't even know that because they don't, they don't even realize that they, they they don't even realize that those are the things that they need shifted. They just think that I just need to change my diet. I just need to change my workout plan. That's like, no, 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 no. And that's, that's when the ident the, that's every time I'm on a call, Matt, I, I'm all, I always make sure the trans, the transformation happens before the transaction. Mm. There needs to be an identity shift before someone like agrees to work with me. Like they need to, they need to come out and they need to say, what's the real problem? Why am I here right now? Why have I been doing this for five, 10, 15 years? And why am I, why am I really, really needing to lose weight? And, yeah. and, and that's what I make sure is that that transformation happens before I collect any kind of payment. I need that to happen over the phone before anything, because that's right there. They just told themselves the truth on why mm-hmm. they need to be better than what they have been. And ultimately going through the same, uh, you know, the same situation that you went through when you look yourself in the mirror that day but they're doing it on the call with you instead. They're doing it when they're on the Zoom and you're talking to them. And, you know, I always say that when people get onto calls with me, you know, one of the main intentions I have is to support them in having a breakthrough, uh, whatever level that looks like to them. And, you know, if I can't do that, then they're not ready for a breakthrough and therefore they're not ready for my coaching. I'll turn you away. But I want the people that come to the call that are open to actually 
being asked questions that help them break through. And then once they have that on the call and they go, oh, fuck me, I know what I need now. I know because I've just taken rad a radical look at where I'm at and I need someone else to guide me. It, it just, it's, that's what you want. So, you know, I think, again, we could probably speak into that for a whole lot longer. And bro, mm -hmm. I want to, um, I want to really ask one more question before we dive off. And this is about where you are going because I am super fucking grateful to have connected with you. I feel Likewise. so like literally, bro, I feel so much more attached to who you are now because mm -hmm. I wrote in the messenger chat. I don't know if you saw that on the messenger chat there when you were talking at 405, right? Which is about it. Yeah. I said, literally we have the same story, LOL. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, you know, I feel that there's been a, a super powerful connection. So for me, I am really interested in seeing where you're going. Like, what does the future look like for you? What is the tw end of 2021 look like? And such a great question to ask. And I want that to be something that the listeners kind of ask themselves too. start with the end in mind. So I, I'm sure as a man who has reflected, who has taken time to, um, and maybe this is a great time for you to share the story that we spoke about, right? about what you've uh the, the lies you're letting go of um mm -hmm. yeah so take it from there i think you already know the question yeah no absolutely so my goal for 2021 is to is to bring men and women to a different place in their life than what they've currently been living and there's been something that i've been living honestly my whole life and it's been uh, a, a story of lies and why I'm not at where I want to be at. I'm 33 years old. And, you know, I, I, I'd rather be living on a beach in Laguna right now and um, have a house in Sedona and, and whatever, and um, just be financially free. And, but there's things that I haven't done. <clears throat> and there's lies that I've told myself over and over again. And that's what's led me to where I am today. And when I mean that I want men and women to be able to live the lives that they want to is that I want them to be able to be in their best spot when it comes to their body, when it comes to their mindset, when it comes to their relationships, and when it comes to business or their career, <clears throat> because that's what I'm doing. And it's, it's an amazing feeling. And there's so many people out there that are struggling with all of those things and they don't even know where to start. They have no clue on where to start because you think about, okay, what am I gonna do for my body being balanced and, and my business? And you're just like, oh, I don't even know where to start. And so what I wanna do is I am continuing with my program, but I am, I'm making it, <laughs> I've never told this to anyone. Nobody really knows what I'm doing right now, Matt. So this is, this is really special to me. Um, is that I'm taking it just to a whole nother level, is that I'm taking it to a place where people are going to be very, a lot more vulnerable with me. I want them to be vulnerable with me because I wanna know what we can do to make sure that they can be the person that they want to be at the end of 2021 going into 2022. Can you believe that 2022? That's crazy. Um, you know, considering all the damage that's been done into our minds this last, this last year in 2020 with the coronavirus and just everything that's been going on is that I just want to make sure that I can help busy professional men or women 
with their body, with their health, with their career, and possibly even with the relationships at home. And some people are like, how could you help someone with their relationships at home? Honestly, it's just all a matter of perspective and just shifting some things around in what's currently not working for you. I honestly, since I've been through, you know, I've been through crap when it comes to my relationships, but I can tell you what doesn't work. I can tell you that. And I can also tell you what, what does work. And so as I'm, as I'm going through this shift is that I just want to be able to help these busy professionals consistently. And I want them to be able to go through a week of work and not have to stress about all this other garbage that's going on in life is I want them to know that they're putting their body first, their health first, their relationships first, and their career. And knowing that that's, that's what life is right there is those four things. That's okay. And it is. And it's, it's not about the parties. It's not about the, the drinking. Yeah. You can have fun doing that, but that stuff is not going to serve you. Partying and drinking and, and drugs is not going to serve you. Yeah, if you want to do it for recreational purposes or whatever uh, on, a, on a small on a small level, fine. That is completely up to you. But coming into twenty twenty one, or as we as we are into twenty twenty one and coming into twenty twenty two, we all need a shift. We all need to live our purpose, and I'm sick of everyone's purpose going to the graveyard with them and not living out what they want and living out their dreams, it's time to start doing that now. And that sounds probably super cliche, but it's the fucking truth. And yeah. the majority of the people that I talk to on a daily basis that are super successful or that have it all, they ain't happy. And, and, and it's because they're, they're, they're failing to do some small things on a daily basis. One, they're failing to put themselves and their minds first. Two, they're failing to put their health first. And, and when they do in that, they're, they're, how, how can they show up at their career and their, for their relationships? Just like I was saying earlier. So imagine if you had your health on track or, and you had your mindset on track and you, and you had your relationship was on point and, and you, you knew with a clear certainty what you were doing with your business or your career. Imagine if you had all four of those things together, instead of lying to yourself on uh, every single day on why you're not at where you want to be at with procrastination, with, with um, denial, exaggeration, omission, restructuring, fabrication, minimization. Those are the seven lies that I've told myself over the last 10 years. And, and, and that is why I'm not why I'm not at where I want to be at. I'm very blessed. I'm where I'm at now. But if, if I would have not done these seven lies or told myself these seven lies, I'd be a lot further in life, mm. but I'm taking these seven, these seven lies to me are a gift. They are gifts, seven gifts on why I'm here telling the story that I am to you, Matt, and to everyone listening is that I'm going to use these. I'm going to use these as fuel I mean, and then, and that, that fuel is going to turn into fire and it's going to propel me into a place. It's going to propel my health. It's going to propel my mindset. It's going to propel my, 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 my soon to be marriage. It's going to propel my business into a place that is, is going to be one of the most beautiful places that you've ever seen. And, and, and that's my mission. That's, and that's my mission 
for all the people that are, are, that will be a student of mine or that will be a client of mine. I want to teach them these same things. Mm. So that's, that's, I, love that, I, man, because... I, I hope I, I kind of rambled there, but that's, that's exactly where I want my business and Dude. where my vision is. I fucking love it. And I love it because it's uh, true to you, like your experiences in your journey and the story that you've lived is now serving a greater purpose. And that is what it is all about. You know, I look back at my story and I think, fuck me, I went through so much, you know, turmoil and just had a really tough time, a really tough time. And what is all of that if it doesn't have any worth now, you know? And the worth that I find in my story now is that I'm able to share these lessons and, you know, I've got this podcast and I work with clients and I'm helping them share their story. It's like, if I hadn't gone through what I'd gone through, I didn't have those experiences um, or I didn't never share my story, I would ne- it would have no worth to me. It would be no worth mm-hmm. to anyone. So that's the reason why I really like what you said, because you're using what has happened to you as a way to fuel not just yourself to a greater new place, but also take people along that fucking journey with you, man. So mm-hmm. I fucking love Absolutely. it, brother. Thank so, you. I um, appreciate that. Dude we got to do this again sometime. Um, Mm -hmm. People generally listening to this, like I said earlier, fitness professionals, fitness business mentors, um, wellness Mm -hmm. coaches, uh, nutritionists, basically anyone in the fitness space that's used fitness in some way uh, to kind of overcome adversity in their lives and and shift them forward to a new place. But uh, if people are interested in coming to connect with you, they resonate with your story. Maybe people will just want to send you a DM and say, look, I resonate with that. And, where can they find you to do that stuff, bro? Yeah, no, I thanks for, for asking that, Matt. So the best place and where I hang out a lot is Instagram. So my Instagram is at Jeff Davis fit. And then uh, I also, one of my top hangouts recently is <laughs> Clubhouse. Um, and, 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 I love, I know, right? <laughs> I, and, and the reason why I love hanging out in Clubhouse is because we're doing exactly we do exactly what we're doing here is we're just talking real raw um, results and real raw stories. And that's why I like, because it, I, I, I seem to connect better with people on clubhouse um, over talking than, than what I do with um, just DMing. That's why in some of my DMS, if, if you do DM me, I might send you a, like a voice memo back because yeah. I just like, I like voice and I feel connected more when people do the same with me. So um so again, Clubhouse at Jeff Davis Fit and then Instagram at Jeff Davis Fit. Feel free to shoot me a DM. Um, or if you're in a Clubhouse room, feel free to, you know, say that you were on the Fit Story uh, podcast and you heard me. That would be great. That, those are the two main places where I hang out the most. Awesome. And for anyone else that's sitting there still on the fence about Clubhouse, you need to pull the motherfucking trigger. Trust me. Yes. It's the yes, place to do. be. It's not yes. like people got it twisted right now. They're like, oh, I ain't getting on this new platform. I'm probably going to waste the time. It's a shiny ball. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> you need to get on it. Yes, you, you do. On it. it's, a, it's an amazing platform. And amazing connections come from it. Brother, I fucking appreciate you. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing space with me. This has been mm-hmm. a blessing, a great way to spend a couple of hours, my friend. And um, look, dude, on your mission, as you move forward in 2021 and toward 2022, if anything Fit Story can do is to support, I would be, it would be an honor of me to do that, bro. So, um, you know, you've made a friend, man. I don't say that to sound all fucking, you know, whatever, but. Oh, Sam, no, no, it's, no, that, that's amazing, uh, Matt. And, and I am super grateful that we were able to connect and, and get on here. 
And this is my message to everyone. My last message for everyone listening is that, um, so I'm a huge fan of lions and I have a huge lion uh, tattooed on my forearm. Lions have been my favorite animal since I was, since I was very, very young. Um, Cause lions are strong. They're loyal. Um, they know what they're doing and they know where they're going in life. So I'm going to ask every one of you to live the lion mentality. And what I mean by that is, um, is the first thing is L, um, be loyal to yourself. Start being so loyal to yourself that you have no other choice of what to do in life is just be loyal to you. Be loyal to your purpose, be loyal to your vision. Um, because when, when you consistently tell your, yourself a lie or can consistently tell yourself something that's not, that's not there, um, it will slow you down. And then the next, the next thing to do is, is I take initiative is take initiative on all of your failures, your successes on, on what you want to do. Stop waiting, stop waiting for what you want to happen because it will not land in your lap. The only way it's going to happen is if you take initiative and start executing right now. And, and, and what you need to start taking initiative is, oh, your objective. You have a goal and, and you have a place that you want to be in that. And that, that's going to be your objective. That's the place that you want to go. But if you don't start taking initiative on that objective, that objective is just going to sit there and sit there and sit there and sit there. And that is what you're going to bring to the graveyard with you when life is finished is your objective and your goals and your dreams is because you didn't take initiative. And it, and it starts with just you taking that first step and how you're going to get to that objective is you're going to navigate, which L, L loyalty, I initiative, O objective and navigate. If you don't navigate through all the shit and just take and go with purpose. If you, if you don't learn how to navigate on your own, there's no way that you're going to get there. It's just like climbing to the top of a summit. You got to stop at base camps. You, you have to navigate through all the BS and all the garbage that's going on in life, regardless, good, bad, happy, sad, chaos. You just have to navigate through all of it. So that's, that's the lion mentality that I, that I live every single day in order to get me from day to day to day. And if I don't do that, I'm not living out my purpose. Right. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my message for all of you. Someone that's just came to my mind. uh, I'm going to connect you with, Uh, he's got a fucking dope podcast. It's called raw knowledge His his name's Alex Connor. He was on the show uh, yesterday, episode 52, bro. I'm going to connect you guys. Uh, You guys need to talk. That's all I'm going to say. Until next time, Fit Story Fam, we out.